Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Brian. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to speak with you over these next 15 minutes. So just so my, uh, my audience of Morning Upgraders know who they're listening to, why don't you briefly talk about you know, who you are, what you do for a living, and then maybe one or two of your hobbies. So my name is Brian Lombardo. I'm a NASM certified nutrition coach. So I focus on helping busy wives and mothers make major changes in their health journey with minimal changes to their life. Because as we know, everybody's busy, right? We've got a little bit of time to do a lot of things. Um, as far as me personally, I really like to travel and do anything outdoors. And my husband and I actually joke that we're pioneer people at heart because <laughs> we make our own wine, we make our own maple syrup, and we also hunt for our own meat. <laughs> so that takes up really? a lot of time. Yes. That is very interesting. You're the first guest that makes their own wine and their own meat. What, is, what does it mean? Like you hunt? What kind of animals? Uh, we primarily hunt deer for venison. And then in the spring, we usually hunt turkey. So we have wild turkey as well. That's honestly the majority of our diet. I can pretty much take any regular recipe and either use wild turkey or venison. And it, most people don't even know it's wild game. Huh. So you will not buy meat from the store? It all has to be hunted by you guys? Um, I mean, obviously, there's an occasion where we do. And, you know, even though I'm a nutrition coach, I love my summer hot dogs. But <laughs> for the most <laughs> part, we do provide our own meat. Okay. Very interesting. We process it ourselves as well, so that's part of it as well. Wow, that's really neat. You clearly didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, I don't even know what questions to ask because I know th- I know nothing about that. <laughs> but this is about personal development. But I just I find that really interesting. One or two of your hobbies. So definitely travel. COVID has put a kibosh on that lately, but um, we used to make travels abroad, you know, once or twice a year, which was a big part of our lifestyle. Um, and really anything outdoors, so whether it's hiking, hunting, just getting out with the family and yeah, yeah, traveling is a big, big one for me too. And I guess if you're out there hunting turkey, you're probably getting a lot of exercises walking around. So you kind of, kind of knock off two things with uh, one activity. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you have a a morning routine? Like, what does that look like when you first wake up? Yeah, sure. So I used to have a much more elaborate routine in the mornings, and then I had a baby. <laughs> so my routine has become much more condensed, and it's not what most people would think. It's not meditating or anything. So I have protein coffee every morning just to make sure that even if things get hectic and I miss breakfast, I'm fueling my body. So it's something that I do for my body first thing. And I do a quick devotional because it can take as little as five minutes or I can spend up to 30. Again, baby's boss. So it depends on that. But I make sure that with those two things, I'm doing something for my mind and something for my body first thing in the morning. And that way, no matter what life throws at me, that's one consistency that I'm able to maintain day to day. And the protein coffee, what is that? Is that like a special? So obviously it's, it's coffee. I know there's like a brand called like super coffee. That's protein with caffeine and I think MCT oil. Like how do you make your, how do you add the protein to your coffee? Yeah, sure. That's actually what a big question I get. So it can be any coffee you want. You know, we have a joke that we have like a blend that we do where we just take whatever's on sale and we mix it in a big bin. So the coffee is not the important part, but you add um, a high quality protein. I use level one by first form, but you can use whatever your favorite protein is. And I, you have to add a coolant first or else it clumps. That's the biggest kicker that I have to remind people. And then, so I just add some milk. I add the protein, which is in whatever flavor. For example, you know, it's fall. They have a pumpkin spice flavor that I'm currently loving. And so it's a way for me to not only add protein 
first thing in the morning, but also to add flavor without a bunch of additional chemicals or sugar or just sketchy ingredients. So that's my personal um, favorite thing about it is I'm basically drinking a pumpkin spice guilt-free latte every morning. <laughs> and I just blend right. it with one of those little hand mixers. Okay. Stir it, but okay. I, like the, I like the frothers. I used to try to make the bulletproof coffee, but I probably was making it wrong because I know that there's like a, a billion customers that do it. But man, the layer of butter and coconut oil to get through before I actually got to the coffee. Oh, I'm like, I'm getting chills just thinking about it right now. Um, I just couldn't <laughs> stick with it. So but maybe I'll try what you're what you're recommending. Yeah, sure. It's a, I've gotten quite a few, you know, friends, family and clients have done it because it's just it, it's it's actually really delicious and it's so good for you. And like I said, it gives you the ability, especially if you're a big creamer person, like my brother, I'm still working on him. <laughs> he loves those creamers and they have the chemicals and the extra sugar and things. And this is the way to get the flavor without all that. Got it. Okay. Good tip. Let's talk about your business. And you said you're a nutrition coach. Um, and before we start recording, you said that you weave a lot of mindset work into your nutrition coaching. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, What do you do for mindset with your clients? Yeah. So we go into a lot of just like neuroscience type things where we talk about, you know, how do you form a habit? What happens in your brain when that is taking place and how you can strengthen that? So I won't go into the whole training because we'll be here all day, but essentially it's like the difference between when you start making, a, like when you start creating the foundation to a habit, it's more like you're in a horse and buggy on a back dirt road. Once you do the things you need to to strengthen your neural connections and there's actually a fatty substance called myelin that increases and it pads it to make these connections stronger and more efficient. It then transforms your habit to be more like you're driving on the autobahn, right? You're driving 90 miles an hour, nothing's stopping you because I relate it to brushing your teeth. You don't spend your whole adult life, you know, coaching yourself every morning to brush your teeth. You just do it because it's such a foundational habit ingrained in your subconscious that it's just a part of your life. So we go into those types of things in order to make healthy choices and those changes that you need to make with whatever you're personally dealing with to reach your health goals effortless over time. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, habits are huge. What are like some of the pillar habits that you try to get your clients to add to their daily routine? So it, that's a little tricky because I do mostly one-on-one coaching. So it's extremely, extremely personalized. But yeah. I, I would say that all of the habits it's less about what habits they're implementing and it's more about their ability to be consistent in implementing them. So if it is a morning routine, you know, like you asked me if I have one, some people don't, some people prefer to have a night routine or maybe it's just, they can't do either. And so they have a lunchtime routine. So it's all about finding what works for you to help move the needle forward each day towards your goals that is sustainable and that you can do consistently. So that's sort of where I come in is I, they have all these ideas. And we sort of break it down. Okay, how do we actually do this in practice? Let's talk about you then. What are some of your habits that you rely on every day? So I would say a fundamental habit that you know I'm still working on because you know nobody's perfect. But deep breath work is a really underutilized habit, in my opinion, because you can do it anywhere. You can do it in just a few seconds, and it's just you know the habit of literally just taking in a huge deep breath in holding it for a few seconds and then audibly blowing it out. And the reason why I feel like this is undervalued is because, you know, you're changing the chemicals and the hormones in your body when you practice this. So, you know, cortisol is a stress hormone. It is not your enemy. 
chronic exposure to the stress hormones is where we run into problems. And especially looking forward going into like flu season, there's a lot of research out there that indicates that people that are coming down with the flu or even COVID, they have compromised immune systems and they're showing extremely elevated levels of cortisol or basically like, you know, the body's been under a lot of stress. So if you're able to weave in some deep breath work throughout your day, you can actually immediately reduce your cortisol levels. And just to kind of, in case people aren't super familiar with cortisol, that's your fight or flight reflex. When cortisol rises in the body, that's, you know, the fight or flight. And so when you do this breath work, you see an immediate benefit. But then also over time, if you've been exposed to chronic stress, and these levels have been elevated, you can actually work to bring them down. Obviously not on its own, but it's a huge help. And it is a way that you can not only fight your stress, but boost your immune system, which is super important as we look towards the sick season. That's a big tip. I'm, I'm glad you shared a habit. I'm glad you shared that. Um, it's funny because my, for my morning routine, I have a series of questions that I go through. And at the top of my little note cards here, I have, you know, take a deep breath just to remind myself to breathe. And if you think about it, you know, like, I don't know what the exact days are. So these are not hundred percent accurate numbers, but you know, you can live with that food for, I think two weeks, you can live without water for two days, you know, but you can't, I mean, how long can you live, live without air, but oxygen, the breathing, it's like what a minute or two, you know? So it's uh, if you think about it in that, in that, in that context, it shows you how important breathing is, especially for what you mentioned, like lowering your stress levels and everything, you know? That is a really good I'm glad you put it in that perspective because that, that ripples out into what I do as well because, you know, it's so funny because hydration, obviously, is one of those things. People tend to focus on exercise and then food and then water, and it really should be in the reverse order. You know, fix your water first, then let's work on nutrition, then exercise. So it's really interesting that you put it in that context because that definitely speaks to exactly, wow, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I heard it somewhere, so I'm just sharing it. I'm just uh, spreading the word. So. Passing it along. <laughs> but it makes yeah. sense if you think about it. <laughs> Absolutely does. Since I'm speaking to a nutrition expert, I usually ask about like, what's your number one? Sometimes I'll ask my guests, like, what's your number one personal development tip? And I mean, I consider nutrition and wellness part of personal development. So it's not too far off the normal question, but let's talk about nutrition. Like what's your number one tip for nutrition? So I'll give you one that's specific to food and one that's sort of broader. So the first thing I would say is in terms of nutrition, the biggest thing is making small, sustainable changes instead of like, that's why crash diets don't work. Well, they do. And then you go back to being a normal human being and you gain all the weight back, right? So if you can just focus on being 1% better each day, think about how that compounds over time. So if you're just making, okay, I'm going to sub my sugary creamer for protein today, you're 1% better than you were yesterday. And then tomorrow you focus on doing that and adding something to it. So that's sort of a broader approach to my number one tip. In terms of specific applications and food, 100% of the clients I have ever coached come to me with significantly, with, with protein consumption that is way below where it should be. So if you're starting with your diet, you should probably take a look at your protein because unless you're already focused on it, it's probably not enough. <laughs> How much protein do you recommend? I mean, it probably depends, right? Age and, and how your weight and, and all uh, that, but. Uh, there is a general guideline. Um, usually about like a gram of protein per pound of goal body weight. But obviously you have to have a realistic body weight goal. You're not going to go, you know, if you're really far away from that, you're going to have to, you know, make increments towards that goal weight. You know, you wouldn't want to make that shift immediately. 
but it normally ends up being well over a hundred grams. And a lot of clients come to me eating hundred or less. So in general, even if you don't have an exact number, it's probably low. And the important thing about protein that people don't realize is that it is, you know, instrumental, not just for muscle growth, like, you know, culture has and society has really kind of plugged protein is like, I go to the gym and eat protein, but it's so much more than that. It's fun, fundamentally important for, you know, uh, digestive enzymes in your body for the production and the management of hormones. So it really is even, um, collagen, that's a real big buzzword. You know what I mean? Everyone's buying collagen. That's the most abundant protein in the body. Again, protein's a bigger player in the field than most people realize. And honestly, the standard American diet is not our friend when it comes to hitting our protein because we're very carb and fat heavy in, you know, if you go out to eat or you get fast food. So increase your protein. And I guess the next level is actually hunt your own protein like you guys do. Like you, hey, you know, let's do it. <laughs> it is a fact that wild game is... Um, you know, like venison has a higher protein and iron count per serving than even beef does. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, like I know, like I know I'm just, but, but yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The meaning of life. I like asking this question sometimes and it's personal for each person. So have you figured out for you what the meaning of life is? I'm sure, you know, it's, that's a little question where you can't necessarily put it one thing, but I would say overall, Finding your gifts and learning how to share them because that could mean anything. That could be what you do as a career. It could be parenting your child. You know what I mean? And it's just ultimately, if you really break down the principle behind everything, you know, if everybody was truly honoring their gifts at what they were best at and sharing it, I just feel like that would make the world a really happy place. (laughs) I mean, you're preaching to the choir. So that's what I'm trying to do with morning upgrades. So I love that answer. Awesome. All right, Brian, I got one last question for you. And then we're going to wrap up with you sharing how people can connect with you if they want to learn more. So my last question is, let's talk about your business. I've got business owners that listen to this podcast. And I want to share with them specifically what you've had the most success with in terms of growing your business. What, what, What does that look like for you? What have you had success with in growing your business? Oh, I know this one. It's again, might not be what people think. It's not the logistics, you know, it's not the back end. It was literally learning to ask for help. And that's because I think when you take ownership of a business, you take a leadership role. So you feel like you need to lead. And sometimes you forget in that role that you need help as well. And so by learning to ask for help, I became a better coach. I became a better business owner. And it made me more effective in my role and therefore growing that, you know, it was a direct reflection of when I started asking for help and receiving it, whether that was about coaching or, you know, like I said, back in logistics, once I did that, there was a direct reflection in the growth of my business. And I actually filled my roster, my client roster, that is once I started doing that. So I would say never forget to, you know, never be too proud to ask for help. And I'm not saying this because I'm speaking to because you're because you are a coach, but but I think about I was watching the Michael Jordan documentary and it just hit me like, you know, he was at the top of his game, you know, back when he was playing basketball and uh, he still had coaches. He had like obviously the head coach of the team, but he had he had uh, this guy, Tim Grover, who was like his fitness and mindset coach. And maybe he had others. I don't know. But like so the person at the top of his sport 
had multiple coaches. Yeah. And so you think about it that way and it's like, you know, it makes sense why we all should get outside help, like you mentioned. Absolutely. I think it's critical. Well, this was great, Brienne. Uh, 15 minutes flew by. Um, if someone wants to connect with you, learn more, where should they go? I would go to my Instagram. So my handle is at HeyThereBrienne. Um, if you'd be so kind to include that in your show notes. I have a link tree in my bio that has other resources, such as my coaching application, but I'm extremely active on Instagram. And that's the fastest way to connect with me. Yeah, we'll definitely link up your Instagram and then you know, yeah, everyone can check out your your uh, bio link for more. Perfect. Well, thanks, Brian. This was great. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much. I enjoyed being on here. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.